It's always a good day for me when I see ADCC has not credited a Facebook meme, and it's my good friend, Raf Esparza, highlighted. Wish we had our logo tattooed on our faces. We talked about doing that last time, which would indeed prove fighting is sometimes uh, just as tattooy on the face outside of the cage, which means it's time for Verbal Tap. I am your host, Kevin. With me, of course, internet famous... Raph Esparza. Raph, how are you doing this evening? Uh, I've changed. Mm-hmm. I'm more famous than I was before, so there's that. Did you buy a second hat? I might have to now, if I'm being honest. Because, uh, you know, the, there are different <laughs> levels of fame, Kev. You'll never know this, but there are different levels of fame. And I feel like I've reached just a new level in where I am. So cool. You mm. are, of course trying to see which is why i love the meme so mm-hmm. much it was uh well kev describe to the people what yeah, is happening it's rafael lovato looking buff and intense during a pretty good no gi seminar i've heard guy teaches some fantastic stuff i've been in one of the gi seminars it's amazing game he teaches a sequence behind him is this sort of 10th planety vibe raf esparza <laughs> staring very condescendingly at the lesson and the meme says uh while professor's trying to teach pass i'm like whatever bro i'm just gonna barambolo to heel hook and you've got this uh fantastic look on your face and the reason i love it knowing you as i do you can't see so you don't have your glasses on (laughs) so you're looking across the mat like someone who's desperately trying to make fuzzy objects move in jujitsu world and thus focusing intently for me it's the ultimate like when people accuse someone of bitch face and it's like i was thinking about the oscars what what are you talking about and uh you just have that face it's great and adcc of course shared it didn't give credit no that is what they do you know adcc they give us so much uh, I mean, really, just like what were your thoughts when you events. saw it? When you were like, "Oh, great, it's me today." <laughs> what? No, Why well, is I'll, it? I'll put it to you this way: that's no more surprising than it was when I went to the seminar. Uh, our premises, uh one Leon Sandoval took this photo, sent it to me. I looked at it and I go, "Oh, that's a meme." Uh oh, yeah, I better take care of this before somebody else does. So. I sent the photo over to Lovato, and he, Lovato got a big kick out of it. And I was like, I apparently look like this. Contrary <laughs> to belief, I loved your seminar. And you know, <laughs> Lovato's got a pretty good sense of humor, so he knows us enough. Like, Lovato has thanked us on this show for our duty, like our terms of service for helping out here and making people laugh. And I go, man. man trains hard. He needs a good laugh. Absolutely. So I'm like, it's very nice of Lovato to be very respectful to us. He doesn't need to be. But I I realized I was like, all right, I look really dumb in this photo. And I know it's because I can't see. But I also weighed the following considerations. Number one, Kevin is laughing at the extent of a joke in which (laughs) Raph can't see without his glasses. That's hilarious. He can't see without his glasses. Like, that's the joke here. But two, I know that look on my face is saying, also, and some of you don't know this, I'm so old that everything hurts. 
And so my back was acting up really bad lately. And that was the only position where it wasn't like death. So I did my best. I was trying to hold myself up. He showed a move. And I'll even put one last caveat to what that face is really trying to say, which is, can I do that move? Am I capable of doing that? Obviously, I'm going to drill it. But yeah, I've always said it. It is always a very consistent thing about me. I might complain a little bit about a move, but I'll always drill it. I may have questions and think, I can't do that shit. So all of those things considered, that was kind of the MO behind it. I decided to be in front of the joke. When I saw people were enjoying it and they shared it a little bit, I I had a feeling it might do well. And it did well for us. To see myself on ADCC, and by the way, Tyler Basinger, thank you very much for tagging me and letting me know. Also, Mario, thank you very much. When I looked down and I saw that I had been attached to the ADCC page, I was in the process of training in the morning and I go, well, that just happened. (laughs) And I'm on the ADCC page. And we happen to be in a meeting and they just looked at me and they go, really? And I just like show everybody. And everybody's laughing because they all know that look on my face, which is, oh, Raph, you're blind. And I go, clearly. So. And uh, they captured you in your full glory shared it got a good laugh because they put the yeah. laughing emoji which is how you know it's like i oh. will say though kev you know you were saying something about the the watermark you know yes. this is one of the few times i didn't put a water watermark on there and uh, a lesser person would say it's because i forgot it and that's just lame i would never forget that um i at this point realized my face is essentially a, a watermark at this point <laughs> especially the what's he looking at face is he... well, that's, that's the hardest part about doing these memes is you know you never know who's really behind them half the time but i've just figured i'm like if you see my face it's probably my joke because i have no problem making fun of myself so me uh but yeah so i figured you know what this one this one's a, a verbal tap special everybody so uh thanks to adcc for putting up our meme would it kill you to give some attribution to like these folks who make memes? I'm not just talking about us. I'm talking about a lot of the good meme makers. You know, the five families of meme makers that I can call at any given time. Uh, I desperately want to find the video of you calling them. And um, if you guys do decide to get together... I'm prepared to help produce it for a pilot. Just keep me posted. I should let you know, though, The Godfather would be so much more different nowadays because I do wonder if the mob just does Skype because that whole confrontation scene between the five families seems so impossible to do in today's day and age where they're like, hey, can I just Skype in, guys? Can you, like, conference me in? I'll FaceTime in. It's not a problem. I just have... I have like a, a killing I need to get to on the south side. And if I'm being honest, my favorite niece is uh, graduating from high school. I just can't make it. I'm torn in 20 directions here. <laughs> and I have to be honest. Uh, I just went to a wedding this weekend. My dear friend, Austin Stack, got married. And he's one of the nicest people in the world. He's been on the show. He's uh, my co-pilot for the early late night stuff. Just he's the best. And he got married in a super classy place. But it was also a very Italian wedding, and somebody made the joke at one point of saying, this feels a lot like Goodfellas, and it feels a lot like The Godfather, where I feel they're going to go behind the doors right now, 
and say some things of like, Godfather, on this day I come to you in my time of need. I ask you for a favor. And so uh, at this point I was like, well, you know, it could happen. So, uh, Dot Schaefer. <laughs> Give me your first son be a masculine son. No, no, I got it wrong. I need it to be about Vinnie Margulies and Oh God, that'd be so amazing if I asked for unnecessary better skills at jiu-jitsu. Godfather, how do you make me better at my jiu-jitsu game? I like the idea of just that voice. It'd uh, be fun to go like um, jiu-jitsu classes with your favorite celebrity. That wouldn't be a Mm -hmm. terrible – Vegas, I feel like that's where that's ready. Well, I feel like I wouldn't have the ability to make any of those things happen, but I would play the role very well of being like, you come to me on your day of need. You look at me for a better Viambolo. I tell you, it lies within you. One day I may ask you a favor to put on our favorite podcast, Verbal Tap. So there's all that. All right. So that was ADCC. Let's talk a little bit about Lovato Seminar because I want to uh, talk right up top about this because it leads nicely into what's going on. Um, Lovato Seminar was amazing. The good people over at Studio 540 were very, very gracious to me walking in. Um, My BJJ media nemesis, uh, Leon Sandoval, uh, got to train with him a little bit. I crashed his show, Kev. And if I'm being honest, I made his show better. How so? He was doing one of those live Instagram things, which nobody's going to watch of his. Uh, But I happened to see it on the way down that he was uh, going live. And I decided that once I walked into Studio 540, I was just going to go interrupt it. So uh, by me just being on there, it made it better. Yeah. And this is just a bonus. You're there to see Mm -hmm. Lovato, you know, Mm -hmm. learn some Nogi skills. And you just happened to crash a show. Which yeah, is, and I figured Lovato was going to do us a solid and teach us how to be better grapplers. So I was going to do Leon a solid and show him how to be a better broadcaster. It didn't take. Maybe but next time. Maybe next. At the time. very least, I was helping him. So I, I felt like I was doing a good deed for the underprivileged. Um, it was awesome. Great seminar. Lovato, he's in a place where he's teaching Nogi right now Yeah. in a way that is all connected to his MMA game. And it's fascinating to hear him say, hey, and you know what you can do here? Totally. Just drop some bows. Just give him that bow. Fun, guys. Uh-oh. He's gone to the other side. I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> so you know how much softer people's guard is when you kick him in the face first? Mm-hmm. It's like crazy soft. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he... Looks ready. I'm excited. I've heard uh, Jibera's headed down to uh, train in OKC. And what did you see from Lovato in the seminar that uh, gives you some insight or just a cool move? Feel free to explain it in detail. And if you could send me a drawing. I am confused. Who am I helping here? Am I helping Jibera or you? Yep. No. Nope. Answer yeah. one of those. Which uh, one? Uh, me. But I'm not going to tell you anything. If it was Jabera and it was to help him, I would tell him intimate details. But those two roll together very well. Yeah. So I don't have an issue with that. Um, but if I'm here to just help you, uh, it was nice knowing that like Lovato still cracks up at you 
you know, not being allowed to learn the good things oh, at your gym. I didn't realize you were going. Otherwise, I would have attempted to contact him <laughs> myself. It just completely escaped me. Yeah. Well, those things happen. So a seminar is good, but Lovato and I happened to be talking about the next day. He was flying back and he was going to go corner his first black belt, Justin Raider, in a fight to win match against Gary Tonin. Now, I haven't seen this match. I know the result of it, but oh, that'll be fun because I have some fun topics to rapid fire at you. OK, so you can watch that and we'll chat. Yes. And so I'm going to put it on in the background. Kevin's going to rapid fire some stuff as I'm watching it. So if you hear me kind of react uh, a little excitedly or like jump up out of my seat a little bit, it's because I know that this match was hot fire based on the clips that I've seen. So I am ready to see it. I have a little bit of story about uh, the before and after of all of this, but I'm going to go ahead and press play. Awesome. Right now they are on the mats. It's 2:13 on the flow grappling little viewfinder here they're both staring at each other <laughs> gary's boat over and his normal like touching his uh knees punched over pose yeah. while raider is just looking like a darth sith lord over on the right side of the screen and i'm about to press play go ahead kev fantastic what a match and i want to start by asking you jacare says he could make more teaching bjj than fighting mma is this potentially because of some of the choices he's uh, allowed the UFC to make him make? Or is he just being like, pay me some fucking money? What is this? Um, I Okay, so I like that he starts with saying, like, he's motivated by the challenge his opponent brings. The belt is the consequence. I'm a believer in God. Everybody knows that. So... Uh, great. I stopped competing in jiu-jitsu in 2005 when I was at the top of my career, and I think it was too much for me that I'm full of it. I can stop fighting. That's it. I can open my gym and be happy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So now he's talking about the like the actual logistics of the math between the two, and he's saying like if he has 400 students, which he okay, might. yeah, he probably does. That makes sense, Possibly. I guess. I just like the idea that. He's probably at this point starting to do a thing where he's rallying how much money he would actually be making if he didn't make the career plunge. Because let's think about it. The UFC can kind of sometimes not pay fighters their full worth. And I know that's a shocking statement for so many of you guys. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, also part of it has to do with a reflection of having his arm broken against Ooh, that was a really nice foot sweep attempt. Well, also an arm drag from Gary Tonin right there. Um, yeah. uh, there's they're like pretty stout cats. Well, I mean, I have to say this. One of the first things I love about this match so far, and we'll come back to Jacare in a second. I love how no one else can do this. Raider, no one else can talk no. about both. No, I know. Not not many people are very uh, – they, they don't have the dexterity for this sort of thing. I just have an appreciation for Raider going in right away uh, to try and get the shot in on Gary, who seems very comfortable letting Raider do what he's best at, which is a heavy wrestling base while at the same time starting to set up a lot of his leg attacks. So Gary's so good in that transition counter between the two that – 
he's got a little bit of a side disadvantage, and he had been playing it up with the whole space balls, you know, hand on the helmet uh, <laughs> sort of thing. Raider right here was already just hunting for the neck, which makes sense. That, that checks out. If there's one thing I know about Justin Raider, is I know he loves a guillotine. And he is uh, known any, as a neck hunter. Any feature of it, too. Woo! He'll use it to Woo! sweep. He'll use it to pass. He's a big fan. Woo! Gary. Woo! The duck hunter with that fucking guillotine attempt. Anyway, all right. So, Jacare, back to this. One of the things I do appreciate about Jacare is he's talking about the whole reason he wanted to start stepping away from jiu-jitsu was that it wouldn't be profitable at a time in which, you know, Hodger Gracie kind of broke his arm. A little bit. Yeah. Is and Well, definitely broken. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I've seen the footage. Yeah. And yeah. I will say uh, just teaching jiu-jitsu, not a bad lifestyle. I like it for him. Uh, still an option. So might keep that as like a plan B. That's just me throwing out ideas. Yeah. Well, I mean, now he's saying, you know, he just didn't like the fact though that at jujitsu at the time, and mind you, this is like what, 2005, that now there are some people who can make some money in some IBJJF events. But at the time he said, they take too much money from us and simply don't give anything back. And I have really bad news for you, Jacques Ray. It's first all the curse. But <laughs> it is what it is, but it is in some ways better. I do like seeing the fact that they have this IBJJF pro league. I think that's a really uh, big step toward getting athletes a little bit more pay. And I do feel that a lot of that's pushed by other organizations offering uh, some money incentives. Now, if I could pause that conversation, come back to the match here. Uh, Raider is not at all stopping for these shots in. And every single time you see that Gary not only is, is really wanting it and baiting it, but really loves to let him come down so that he can start every single one of the leg attacks. He feels very easy into transitioning into a lot of knee bar attempts, which is uh, great to watch. I had said to Lovato, I was like, do they have a plan for if like at one point Justin tries to blast double Gary off the mats? Because that was something I was really nervous about. Also, what's the body fat percentage for these two? In this match, I mean, it's got to be below four. Like they are in shape. Well, Gary was notoriously saying that he had to cut down, and so uh, ooh, Skamora grip, beautiful, That's so good. And you know what? The here's the nice part. So a lot of people were saying that Gary, uh, I think it was John Danaher actually who said that Gary was flawless tonight. And you had mentioned this as well, but uh, while Gary was flawless, there's a lot of high caliber escapes and reversals even coming in from Raider in these really dangerous situations. That whole Kimura sweep that Gary was going for at about the five minute mark would normally render most people done. Like that's that's a game where you could start attacking the back and just starting to mess with somebody's entire system. Now Gary's just content being on the floor. And kind of neutralizing Raiders' uh, attacks up top so that he can start to do a, a little bit more in terms of sweeps. And you just basically threw him over. This is very fun. So far, so good. So, yeah, I was impressed. Justin seemed to escape the leg attacks rather like, I got it. He would not necessarily even be involved in a leg attack. I think he would see the beginnings of it happening. Uh, especially more as the match went to go on. I thought at first, Gary, when he started to isolate uh, the leg to start to work uh, that kind of beautiful, oh God, like right here, he's actually working a heel hook and Raider has his knee out just enough 
as Gary starts trying to cling onto him like he's a hamburger meal. So, yeah, the two of them are, are coming in. Ooh, nice heel hook where they're Gary. Four mm-hmm. minutes in. Or four minutes left on that match. That's how this flies by. This is why this is uh, super fascinating. Hit me with another uh, topic because these two are going to expire this time very quickly. Tail yeah. says we're weak. Grapplers. He implied Funny. that we're I'm looking little... at two grapplers who do not look very weak to me. Uh, agreed. I, that's <laughs> asked and answered. Um, uh, the other thing is, though, though, Kev, if you really think about that, is he saying that they're weaker because they don't take enough like estrogen or steroids as he does? <laughs> These are just clarifying questions that I want to know. The no one followed up. Maybe next time we'll ask because <laughs> uh, I, I agree. I think I'd kind of like to know now that now that we talk about it. Uh, Rampage Oof. Jackson is fighting King Mo, I think, for the second time. Does anyone remember? Can anyone... Is there a phone a friend option? Um, they're fighting again. Mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous for Rampage's health in general, mm-hmm. but maybe the this forty fourth year of his life is the charm. And you might have posted a Leandro Lowe and Kurt mm-hmm. Angle meme that drew some ire from BJJ or pro wrestling people. A uh, little bit of both. And oh. I'm going to put a, a pit on that one, guys. That's a nice preview because I want to talk about that one after this match has gone on. Uh, but if we can take a moment to talk about the whole Rampage nonsense. Rampage really? is now going on this thing saying like he almost wished he never became a pro fighter, which is a tragic story at this point. But, oh, man, Justin gets a clean blast double and Gary takes the back as a result of it. Starts to work Raider's arm Raider very nicely transitioning to get that armbar escape. Gary not giving an inch, almost pushes him off the ledge in the very front row of the VIP section, gets their money's worth. Mm, 213 left to go in this match. Kev, I have to say, I know that Seth uh, Daniels had said this was match of the year. I, I, I don't know exactly how you quantify this. I just know I really enjoy the aesthetics of how fast everything is moving. They both latch on and in a few Mm -hmm. of their tie-ins i just got really nervous these two are fun and they both keep a pace that's kind of like these are the guys who i don't like in an open mat because they started on one side of the mat and then they're clearly on the other side i wouldn't mind seeing these two in a no time limit Um, sadly one of them is getting paid nice dollars to fight mma so the incentive is a little lower Sure. But can you imagine when we're on like hour two and you and I are like, order pizza. Let's get this going, everybody. I think it's going to go till midnight. And people are like, what's wrong with it? This is too. It's just going to be perfect. You know, I have to say in a very nice and roundabout way, uh, Gary now taking the back on Justin. uh, This is one of the more bad areas, I think you could say, uh, throughout the entire match. So if Gary's been looking pretty... uh, pretty solid in most of these exchanges this is where gary's the most dangerous where he's setting up that rear naked choke that he likes to get just doing a good job kind of ooh, i love this this rear naked choke break that gary's doing right now where he can't quite isolate one of the arms so he does that instead of the seat belt grip over kind of lacing it underneath it's really cool all right 37 seconds left to go on this match if i'm being honest though kev one of the nice roundabout things about talking with Lovato is if you'll remember one of the first times we chatted with him on the show, 
he was talking about this whole phenomenon of how he doesn't really get a roll in till he doesn't feel like he's rolling to like the 20th minute of a roll. And at first you and I were like, what? How, how does that even work? Now having rolled with Kevin for uh, like long periods of time where you're looking and you're like, did an hour pass already? I think we kind of understand it now, just not at his level, obviously. But yeah. we do understand now the like I don't get the whole idea because we would joke about it and be like, "Hey, wouldn't you need to like cook a souffle? Am I right? Wouldn't you need to like go bake something in that time? Do you get hungry? What do you think?" <laughs> okay, so now we're at the point where Gary, before the decision has even been made, runs around like a small child, let alone in a daycare unattended, that just says Lovato next. But he doesn't fully put it up. He just makes like a high lap with it and then gets a low angle and throws it away. That's fantastic. That's okay. So why would Gary need to do that unless they're not interviewing people? I guess is the big question. Oh, you're talking about why is he throw it away? He just grabs it on the runaround? No, but like why do you need to have a sign? Like uh, why wouldn't they just talk to you? See, I, I'm not even – I get the sign. It's kind of like, you know, whatever. It, in Trump's America, I feel like spelling it out for people isn't the worst idea. But he had this – I don't know why he did it when he did it. It was like, didn't you wait until you had the belt, you had a minute, and then you pull it out right before they interview you? So it's like, what did that mean? It's like, I want to fight. And it was just so funny that it was like, no. Nope. Well, let's just – kind of put it in UFC terms. What if you did that before they announced the decision and then you had some UFC judges? Oh. Oh. Gary's bringing the sign back out. Now they're taking photos with it. This is what makes the actual final cut. I love the idea that it says Lovato next, like as if Gary's taking a page out of Goldberg's book. So you have all of that going on. Uh, you have to wonder, like, what if Gary had made that sign and lost? And then, like, look to the person who's like, should I bring out the sign? And Gary's like, kill the, the kill the sign. Kill, no sign. No sign. Uh, well, I don't know what kind of contingency he puts there. But I would like to say this. Putting up that sign made me laugh so profusely because the photo that uh, Mike got while he was running around is Gary pointing over at Lovato. And apparently it was well received in the place. And Lovato, I guess, kind of laughed at it. You know, so it was good. But – when you have that happen, the first thing that goes through my mind is Gary just looks homeless. Like him putting on his own like sign that he clearly made at home like a pro wrestling fan is all the evidence that you need to know that Gary literally after a massive weight cut, we put up a meme that made it seem like he said he was saying, will he'll hook for food. <laughs> So we may put up a blank version of that uh, a little bit later after WWE BJJ Week, of course, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But um, we want you guys to submit some of your favorite captions for that because I feel that that was something that's underserved because I almost put up on Gary's uh, blank poster meme, no fatties. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it is what it is. All right, Kev, ask me again. (laughs) About what's going on with this Leandro Lowe meme as I pull it up for us. You got to tell me. Obviously, okay. you made a, one of your many WWE hilarious metaphors, as you've done with MMA, Jiu-Jitsu, um, multiple, and I would add 
uh, as you are now the mayor, I don't know what you are of this parade. <laughs> you have the WWE. There you go. The WWE BJJ Week movement. So I think this is a fantastic story with a lot of hot takes, probably. Uh, I will end the one Gary Tonin hot take. This mm. is fresh off, and it's important to note I'm making every word of this up. Go ahead. Got an email from just the whole Hibiero, you know, clan. We fucking hate Gary Tonin again. That's what happened. Is that what happened? I think. I'll I'll read it again. (laughs) Double check. Maybe we thought the sign was funny, but we still hate him. But I'll check. I mean, we don't like Gary. (laughs) We've been very clear about that on this podcast. We roasted him for an entire one. Twice. We brought him on a show basically just to let him know how bad at everything he is. Felt great. That's a great feeling. Okay. Uh, Good linchpin moment. Let's do this, Kev. Let me describe to you what this meme is. Awesome. So it starts with this. It starts up top with a caption that says, but that'll never work in real life. The photo up top right underneath it is a photo of Kurt Angle, Olympic hero Kurt Angle, who is a pro wrestler, who faced the great one in The Rock, a.k.a. Dwayne Johnson that we all know and love now, star of Fast and the Furious and every other sequel out there. Now, on the bottom, you have Leandro Lowe getting his absolute winning toehold. The thing about this is the way that it mirrors is so close because, Kev, if you're going to describe it, how would you describe Like, what are the differences, if any, that you see in the photo? Uh, just the foot breaking in one photo is okay. mostly because they do. They're strikingly similar, I will admit. As you did, I was like, hey, nice. <laughs> Uh, the knee is the foot behind the knee is missing. I bet that's important. You know, it's funny, though. Some people pointed that out. And I have some observations for that as well. But let's just say take it on a base level. It's taking the idea that some of the things that you learn in pro wrestling aren't transferable. Right. That's the the mentality or the joke that we're addressing here. Right. Very much so. OK. And that. While pro wrestling may have mm-hmm. its eccentricities at times, there is a striking resemblance. There's a reason why catch wrestling is a thing, and that's why uh, we lift many of the things from that. So here's where it starts to get in. This is something that we've noticed consistently, where if you put something like this on there that's clearly for entertainment-based, people who do not like pro wrestling feel the need to let you know exactly what the differences are. They feel a need to defend the art of MMA or jujitsu. They feel the need to let you know they are not the same, that one is real and one is fake. I don't know why. If you are this person, you're listening in. Hello. Welcome to our show. You've probably never heard one of these before, <laughs> but that's a dumb waste of your time. What and I am fascinating. This? Don't we have a bit for this? What's the name? Um, yeah, we had a bit for this. What was Damn this? Damn it. <laughs> We're going to have to. This was your job. Don't bring up that we could, used to have. someone please. Oh, was it uh, we read it? Just, there it is. <laughs> there it. it is. Okay, that's what it is. <laughs> Segment. Bah, 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 we read it. Where we okay. uh, chastise the internet community, and we feel great about it. What a great start to a segment, Kevin. <laughs> I love the idea. What's this one called? What episode are we? Are we in the 220 region on episodes? All right. So let's bring up some of these comments that people 
basically put on our section, okay? Yes. This is I'm, one of my favorite. I'm ready. Well, somebody started off by saying, uh, well, there are some real differences in technique between the two pictures. <laughs> okay. There, you're right. There might be a little bit of a difference. Uh, Raph, I'm going to take be. this one. I'm just going to throw mm. out my purple belt and say, no, there okay. are not. Next. <laughs> Why is that, Kev? It's a dumbest fucking comment. <laughs> okay. Just wanted, just wanted to make sure. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's one comment. Somebody says, let's not compare a world-class Brazilian black belt to an entertainment wrestler, though. Why, Why not? not? <laughs> what are you talking about? First of all, who on this very podcast one week ago said, what the fuck is with making Lowe park his own car? These guys. We want him to be money in the banking against Buchecha or Lovato. We have said that grappling needs to up its game. Don't blame us. I just need for someone to explain why we need to protect these people. Like, what are we protecting Leandro Lowe about? I'm pretty sure Leandro Lowe sees this and just goes, okay, cool. Or says, oh, that's funny. Or says, oh, this is stupid. I don't really care. But he's not that worked up about it. However, many of you are very worked up about it. Uh, our good friend, even Monte Wiley, put up on their Facebook and said, uh, totally different ankle locks. And I said, to the untrained eye. <laughs> Rap, let's defer to the expert here. Let me bring on the expert in BJJ, WWE crossovers. That would be you. Uh, aren't these techniques pretty similar? So here's something that's really happening here because uh, some people went to bring up where the legs are in terms of Kurt Angle and uh, Leandro Lowe. So a lot of people were saying that Leandro Lowe has well, – how would you describe it, Kevin? Where are his legs and what? how are they finishing this move? I, I mean they're like bending the knee over mm-hmm. while doing a really aggressive – Toehold. Okay, so somebody says here, uh, opponent on, on the stomach, kind of running away. You mm-hmm. could, if you're in a grappling mood, you could just easily throw your leg in and do a calf crush. Sure. So somebody said on here, they said you have to use your hips and legs to trap it. Angle uses his arm only. Equals it doesn't work. Well, I have news for you guys. This is just one photo of the many times Kurt Angle has applied the move. If you were actually smart enough to do your research, and it clearly shows that you're not, you would know that Kurt Angle, when he's really finishing the move, does a grapevine with his legs in a very similar way that Leandro Lowe is doing here as well. In fact, in order to play it up a little bit more, Kev, he even does kind of a figure four around the leg in question as to trap it and weight it down a little bit more. It was as though Lowe was like, you know what? Here's one for my man, Kurt. So this is where I enjoy this because people want to let you know this is fake. This is not real. But they also forget that Kurt Angle was one of the first people to kind of implement uh, this kind of style into WWE. So like. You know, obviously, Ken Shamrock had an uh, an ankle lock, but he didn't do the grapevine. There's a whole little fun th- amount of things that I actually learned from Kurt Angle. I have a told because of Kurt Angle, if I'm being honest. So it is fun to read these segments. So now that we've already told you guys that, yes, there is a way that he weighs it down and he does use the legs in a similar way to the way that Leandro Lowe does it. You just may not be able to tell that from looking at one photo because guess what? The expression that the rock 
and Rocky and were making in their faces are exactly the same. Like Yao and the Rock have the exact same exclamation of pain, even if one hurts and one does not, if we're being in that way. Uh, so, yeah, I enjoy the people saying, like, not the fake way wrestling is doing it. Somebody else puts, I seriously don't know how people enjoy wrestling. It's a bunch of fake bullshit. When Brazilian jiu-jitsu is real, there's no real. It just says real (laughs) without the L. Life bone crushing to the point where you can see someone's arm snap. Well, I don't know, man. I love going to the movies too and watching television. Oh, wait, that's fake too, moron. L-O-M-F-A-O. Why is everyone so serious? This is a fucking hilarious meme. Good point. Somebody else put up a little bit later, lighten up, guys. Somebody else put, oh, believe me, it works and it's painful. Somebody said, mean toehold. I love this. It said, you can never hit that submission with a boot on. Kev, what do you think about that? I, uh, especially (laughs) if we mean boot like the parking one they put on your car, because that's how it looks like it feels. Uh, Somebody else puts, uh, they don't actually fight. This is one of my favorite comments because it's twofold. They Time didn't out. actually have. Could a, we like have a... seen one of the best? That would be an awesome finishing move. Mm-hmm. Guy's name's Hubcap. I don't know, but after he does the like the footbreaker, he puts the the cap. No, it sucks. As I say it out loud, let's go to the next. Wasn't I like that you said the footbreaker? <laughs> we've we've lost you in both the pro wrestling sense and the jujitsu sense. Uh, but I like this. Okay, okay, but in. WWE, The Rock is being stupid, and he can move the guy, isn't even holding him, and in BJJ, the guy has his legs trapped. The Rock is... First of all, fuck you. The Rock (laughs) is never being stupid. Absolutely. How? Show some respect. Sorry. The star of the Tooth Fairy has never been once stupid in his life, so you take that back, sir. He said, try doing that just like the WWE guy is doing. You're just going to get kicked in the face or the guy will literally just move away from you. Tell that to the many people who have been telehold. I do like that some people at one point, they're like, and for those of y'all that say it wouldn't work in a real legit fight, Google Frank Mir toehold. Bass Rutten did it too back in the day. Nearly ripped some dude's foot off. So now, Kev, this is where it starts to get a little weird because people are starting to infight on our fucking thing. And this is where you just get like, what the fuck are these people doing? Like, how much time do y'all have? Like, this is just entertaining to me. I at one point, and I normally don't comment after it's gone this nuts because I just sit back and go, these morons. But one thing that made me laugh is I put up there, I go, hey, guys, before you go on any further, I just want to thank you all for responding the way you do. (laughs) You make it worth it. Thank you. So I like that it's like, they're like kind of infighting. They're saying like, oh, this isn't real. Some point somebody brings up the fact that it's not the streets. So we went from a conversation of, you know, yeah, this won't work in real life to, oh, but this is competition on the streets. And it's like, are we taking this to another fucking meta level? <laughs> like how many people do you know are going for tolls on the streets? And like, why do you feel the need to bring that up? Like, I don't know, man. I just love the idea. Like, are you trying to defend the streets? Are you trying to give us a nice inclination to being like, yo, when I grew up on the streets, that shit wouldn't fly. Everybody knows you got to weigh down that fucking ankle. I am, first of all, just surprised it elicited. 
I guess in any event, I'm always a little surprised, but I'm surprised this one elicited so much of a response just because it seemed uh, so very comically timed. But that's going to really turn some heads as they see Wan Mob getting uh, the diamond cutter. Mm, So you like that move. And uh, I do find that. So you said that Jubera was warning you about that move. I feel like we were t- doing the Greco-Roman exercises, and he made a joke about getting uh, getting the DDP. You mean the diamond cutter? The diamond cutter. <laughs> he was like, you got to be careful. You want to get diamond cutter. I was like, nice reference. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so glad that Kev's sitting there being like, I understand that reference. Like I got Captain it. America. I understood it. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, the nice part is Juan and uh, Gil put together a video. So, yeah, we're in the middle of WWE BJJ week. How do you feel we are starting, Kev? Unbelievably so far. The artwork alone. I saw that and it was just like, ah, this is really, this is amazing. And then the videos have started to pour in. And what can I say? I'm a believer now. It's really fantastic. Well, I'm happy about that. Um, I like that our friend Sam Cresson, uh, just to let you guys know, he is a jiu-jitsu black belt. We asked him to put together a video, so you'll see that a little bit later this week. And what you need to know is he included a very awesome graphic that we'll put up a little bit later on our Instagram. But holy shit, Kev. Do you know who that person in that photo is or in that artwork is? No, I don't. That's me. <laughs> uh Obviously, you should be able to tell it because he's jacked. Yeah, I, the I'm guns jacked. alone. I apologize uh, once but, again. What an artist! <laughs> he was saying on there, uh, his uh, reference was he goes, "No, that's the pro wrestling version of you." And I go, "Dude, oh, I, nice. look how fucking awesome it is!" And if you haven't seen it, it's basically uh, a person you doing both a single leg Boston crab and a sharpshooter at the same time to two different people, and it is amazing i mean the moves are obviously i recognized but yeah did you kev it's just great it's really really well done artwork good good punch to the week we we're uh starting it off strong we've already got a couple on up and you'll find them all on our facebook page on uh you can find them on facebook and instagram at verbal tab cast we have a lot of cameos coming in throughout the week so please keep an eye out on the page i think you're going to be surprised at the number of people who have sent us some really really funny stuff and if you guys still have one i do have a couple slots open we're going to be doing all the way through wrestlemania so that means all the way till sunday so sunday 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 and kevin was saying he might have been inspired to do one i'm not sure that he is Starting to feel it. Okay. Starting to. The hard part is Kev's old uh, pro wrestling finisher used to be the torture rack. However, uh, I cannot in any circumstances allow him to do that given uh, his injury (laughs) to his knee. So just my general over 30ness. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. So what I have asked Kevin to do is to start researching for his own finishing move. And Kev, did you have anywhere that you wanted to go? Do you have any ideas? Not even one. I'll okay. I'll work on it. And okay. I'm also going to put it to the crowd. Plan on going mm. to jiu-jitsu tomorrow. You know, post as open mat winds down. I'll, I'll find out if anyone's got some secrets lurking. Because, you know, once one of them comes out of there, they're like, oh, I love that stuff. And the second one does. It's like, hey, let's talk. So I have a plan. 
<laughs> tentative, tentative hard five plan. I'm getting there. I'm so close. I need to look up uh, what did good looking people finish with, and that's what I'll I'll find a good looking wrestler. Mm-hmm. See what their ending is. Now that I've seen the, I'm starting to think more than ever the power bombs in place. I just need to logistics it out. That's my. I also feel that you're not strong enough to do a powerbomb. I didn't mean me. I just assumed. Oh, well, I also did someone. I want to. Yeah, I was about to say, okay, make sure. This, yeah. Okay. And I am out of fun topics for you, by the way. That takes us. Fun topics then? Nope. (laughs) Well, then I think we're done. Wouldn't even dream. I already brought up Rampage. I brought up the unfun topic. (laughs) When you say I've run out of fun topics for you to talk about, I was like, well, Kevin, go to the unfun pile and be like, Ref, oh, how are your oh. taxes coming this year? Yeah. <laughs> Ref, spring cleaning's just around the corner. Any products <laughs> you're thinking about trying? We've got an organic cleaning spray Victoria loves. I'll DM you about it. That's probably going to take us down to some shout outs. And I'll start off uh, first to Will, Ashley, and Ryan let me work some no gi yesterday. Just took a little lunch break to go fight for 45 minutes. It's the be- best type of break ever. You can eat while you're working. You know what I mean? And I, especially because there was a few more gis around, Raf, if I'm just mm-hmm. going to be honest, than I expected. So, you know, they took the gis off, did, uh, did some no gi rounds. Mm-hmm. Always a nice surprise. I was in Kansas last week. I stopped by, uh, you're not going to believe this, but stood up by T-Money because he was down at Fight to Win cornering someone. Uh, When I talked to him, he's like, I'm laced up, boots ready, and made a pro wrestling reference about being ready to go. That's funny. Uh, So (laughs) everyone just, T-Money's doing fine. He's exactly where we left him, so don't worry. He's out just fighting when he's paid due and then just showing up hoping to fight when he's helping friends get ready for it. I uh, did sneak into KCBJJ for some Jason Bircher wisdom. Uh, did a whole deep half sequence that was great. Got to roll with those those killers. And, uh, of course, scuffed my foot up, which seems to become a tradition when I go uh, <laughs> rounding through. I think it's because of the way they pull guard. I can't tell. Mm-hmm. Something about it. I get the top of that skin. I'm like, ooh, I did it again. <laughs> Maybe it's not me muscling, Raph. That's definitely not it. I'm sure it's something mm. else. And uh, that's going to do it for me, shout outs wise. Let's go ahead and start by shouting out the LA Jiu Jitsu Club. LA Jiu Jitsu. Uh, we got some great uh, surprises. I've got a couple things that I'm working on with the guys over there with. So you may or may not see them make some cameo appearances. In our LA Jiu-Jitsu Club week, potentially, you'll have to stay tuned to all of that information. I want to go ahead and shout out, uh, let's see here. Oh, by the way, I think we might have some t-shirts for the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. If you guys are so inclined, keep a good lookout for that. I am more than happy to go ahead and show you guys. It's going to be coming out on our Instagram very soon. Once we go from there, you guys are going to be welcome to contact us for some of those t-shirts. They're pretty cool looking. I'm just saying. So there's that. Valley Martial Arts Center. Feedback. Had some fantastic training over there last week. Made it in a few times. It was nice to get some rolls back in with the uh, good folks over that way because, oh, man, uh, going around and training everywhere at uh, PANS uh, made it so that I was uh, I was pretty beat up by the time I got there. Also went to go stop over with my good friend Alex and his 
merry band of misfits i've got a great video for you guys uh from king's combat sports that i think you're absolutely going to love for this wwe bjj week and that is from alex and his good folks out there i also want to thank studio 540 for being so welcoming and so receptive i mean i know that we make fun of leon and we're supposed to and he's an idiot and he's dumb but they were very nice to us so i want to say thank you to them let's also give a nice acknowledgement uh over to uh the good folks who i met Many of whom were like, hey, I know of you. I've seen your podcast. I hear you, blah, blah, blah. So great interacting with everybody. Uh, I love training with all those people. So to like Andrew and uh, to all the other guys uh, who I, I – Sparks, uh, who I also got to roll with, uh, like really good roles. Very happy. Very pleased. A big thank you to our good friend Rafael Lovato Jr. He conducted a fantastic seminar and uh, I just had a really good experience getting to catch up with him. And Kev, I don't want to give too much away. Should I? Should I tell them? Tell them. Tell me. Okay. I want to hear it. Well, you know. Oh. You know what I'm going to say, right? Maybe. Oh. Do you do you forget what I was going to tell you? No, no, no. Go for it. Okay. Let's do some breaking news, guys. I don't want to say that we have booked Rafael Lovato Jr. But, but what if we did? I'm just throwing it out there. We might get just to talk to him. It's possible. All right. So very possible there may be a special episode of Verbal Tap coming up very, very soon. Keep a look and a listen out for that. And then I believe next week we're back at Over Under Kevin as well. So April it's going to be a 8th. busy week. Mm-hmm. Big busy guys week. are and In theory. If, <laughs> in theory, indeed. Uh, so again, uh, big thanks to Sam Crescent for the awesome artwork to all of you guys submitting videos for WWE BJJ week. Know that you guys make this week so much fun for myself and Kevin. And if you're able to turn Kevin into a pro wrestling fan, you have done excellent work. I don't want to give away the names, uh, just yet, but just know that next week, this time next week, we're going to have a little bit of WrestleMania post discussion. We'll talk a little bit about how some of the videos got made that I know. Because, like I said, we have a couple of surprises coming in. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's just going to be a fun time. And if you guys do have videos, be sure to tag us, WWE BJJ Week. Or you can just tag hashtag WWE BJJ. And uh, we're going to be out in the look of those. And we will be sharing uh, some of the very best that we see out there. That's going to do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. Thank you.